You are listening to a Called Collective podcast, where we seek to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. To learn more about The Called Collective, visit our website at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Called Collective. Good days. Welcome to the Good Days Podcast with Eddie and Charlie. We're a couple of guys who have about 70 years plus experience in uh, ministry. And so this podcast is all about practical ministry ideas. And it's not just for the young pastor, it's for the young at heart as well, and the veteran pastor. And uh, Charlie, you've, you've, uh, you went to a conference last week called Fuel. Tell us a little bit about Fuel and what that is and, and, and some of the feedback we received about the Good Days podcast. Fuel is a, a, a next-gen conference that's led by Zach Coffin. Shout out to Zach Kaufman right here. Here we go. Well well done, Zach. It's a historical gathering that's had different names over all the years. And uh, it's now it's called Fuel. And there's a lot of people from back in the day Mm -hmm. when it was called different things, like Carpenter's Workshop. Catalyst. Catalyst. They used to call it DOT. Dot. Way back in the day, yeah, that it is. was called yeast. It was an acronym. Yes, I remember that. I, yeah. I remember being 22 years old, fresh green out of college, and going to the what was would have been the equivalent of what is fueled today, mm-hmm. uh, way back then. So it was a great time. I, I it just much, much, much needed. It, they got slammed uh, in early February with that snowstorm. With that snowstorm that hit the had a Postpone it. Postpone it. But it was really good. Deep. Good. Some really good stuff. It was great catching up with a lot of people. Isn't uh, that fun? Yeah. And, and hey, some of them were students and some of them mm-hmm. are just friends from years that have gone by. It was it was cool when people come up and like good days. <laughs> that, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> and and one person's like, Did you ever think you get that much mileage out of saying good days? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. We're getting a lot of mileage out of it right now. Well, a lot of times it was one of those things where uh, back at Skyline, I was we were trying to come up with all kinds of things that that were positive, you know, and proactive. That's where like holy buckets came from. That that that's the, uh, you know, those that day or yep. the good days back then. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it was, and it kind of funny when you think about certain sayings and you know, how that was developed and when did you start saying those things that now have been identified yeah. that, that and, and connected with you. Things like holy uh, buckets, think about, you know, things like good days. We actually uh, had students do their presentation on Monday. We did. Night and one of the groups had to do a, this camp presentation, mm-hmm. a big part of their, their grade and it was good days camp. Yep. They get they got extra mileage out of that. Some bonus points for you saying it, the good days. You know it is what it is. Yep, that's fun. <laughs> Charlie and I teach a we co we co teach a camper retreat class on Monday nights at IWU. And I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal class. But really it's just fun teaching with you, Charlie. It's so, phenomenal because the students are so amazing. They they are amazing. 
Yeah. They're amazing. And there's, and, and there's, and there's good content. There's, and, and the thing is that something- you that, say that about yourself? There's good content. <laughs> is that even allowed? <laughs> I don't know. Shameless. I just did. But, but part of it is uh, <laughs> we have been in so many camping situations over the years from, you know, uh, church camping, district camping, uh, professional camping, that it's just been really fun to speak, to teach a class on that now, as we've combined, done like 500 weeks of camp combined. So our preparation for this class has been happening for the last 35 years. Yes. Suffering and failure have been the great teacher. That's right. That's a podcast in itself right there. <laughs> Suffering and failure is a great teacher. It sounds like C.S. Lewis. So what do, what do we have going on today? Like what's, what's, our, what's our principle that we want to highlight today as we dive into some more of these ministry principles? Don't fail to dream. Now, this is, this is a tough one and a good one at the same time where, I mean, Eddie and, and everybody that's listening, uh, there's a lot of things that go along with dreaming and what it means to dream. And who do you actually dream with? Oh, that, I like that too. I made a mistake early on. Do you dream with the wrong people? Yeah, as you share your dream. Yeah. And, and uh, most people can't handle like, like what you dream about. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, as minimal as it is, <laughs> it is one of those things where, where it's a, a vision that God gives you that, that you want to see some amazing things happen mm-hmm. for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so that's the context of what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. We're talking about in the in in the context of what does it mean to have these God given dreams mm-hmm. that He might work and do some amazing things, and we get to experience it. Yeah, and there, and we're not talking necessarily the dream of having a great family, and we get that part of it too. Yeah, and there's sure. some healthy things that happen and that go in that. Now, in the context of ministry, you can dream that, and that's amazing. It is to have people in ministry that you partner with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I heard a, a a podcast when I was driving talking about, you know, that's the one thing that's really sacred, uh, you know, within the context of family is is that intimacy with with things that you love and dream about. And, you know, if I can just jump in for a second, I think sometimes when, um, you know, we have young pastors and they do have these incredible dreams and dreams of what, you know, I, I want to do something significant for the kingdom of God or in the kingdom of God or participate. Mm. Could God actually use me to be a part of his work? And, and what would that look like? And sometimes, you know, veterans come along and they just pour water, you know, on that fire and they douse those dreams and try to give them a reality check instead of allowing young men and women to dream because dreams and visions are powerful. And, and I think about even Old Testament language that, you know, where there is no vision, the people perish. I mean, mm-hmm. we need a vision for the future. We need hope for the future. We need dreams for the future and dreams for the church and for the kingdom of God. So our warning, first off, before we get to some more principles, is be careful with who you dream or yeah. share that dream. I remember clearly going to, to this massive concert and watching uh, uh, this person who I idolized just lead, and it was so beautiful. And then we went to the big youth convention, and mm-hmm. you saw 
people just so sensitive to God's presence. And I remember uh, graduating and I dreamed with you when I was, uh, you know, your intern at JC Body yeah, Shop. right. And I remember uh, all those hours in the practice room by myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody else around. Nobody Nobody seeing that. You're in the practice room and you're just training yourself to play a piano, training yourself to play a guitar. And and wanting to lead people in the worship the way I saw it at these massive conferences and and, and concerts where like, why can't that be every day? Why Mm -hmm. why do we have to wait once every couple of years to experience that? uh, So I, I remember you always encouraging me. In fact, I still have a note that you gave me. Wow. And uh, about a dream. And I remember I was graduated at my first church. And there was days. I mean, I'm single. I'm by myself. It's a small church. I'm both worship pastor and youth pastor. <laughs> and we're getting ready to go to this district gathering where all the pastors got together and talked about what's coming up for camp. Yeah. And uh, a couple of hours before that, I just was in our church sanctuary, just practicing. And there's a couple different worship songs I really wanted to work on. Mm. And, you know, I got a little emotional about it in the middle of it and uh, getting into it. And I remember finishing it up, hopping in my car and driving across town to this meeting. And somebody asked me about what's going on with youth ministry. And we're, things were, uh, going really well. God was moving. It was just a good day. And, and so when they asked me that question, I, I thought, I thought that it was a, a safe zone mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't. Wow. And it hurt to, to share. Like I thought everybody would love, like, you know, this dream of, of, of just being, you know, in this room and, and, having this incredible experience and kids were enjoying life. And then we started to get deeper into the word and then, and it closed out with this intense worship song that I just got done practicing and, and kids were getting saved. And, and I thought it was a safe place until, uh, uh, until it wasn't. Hmm. And there was one person, uh, his name was Orlando. And I'll just leave it at that, that afterwards, caught me off to the side, m- much older, wise. And uh, Orlando came and saw me and said, hey, it's okay, dream. That's good. I think that's amazing. I hope that happens. And I learned at that moment that not everybody- To be careful who you yeah. share your dreams with. Not everybody's ready for that, no. prepare for that. And I think some people, because maybe they're jealous or envious or um, uh, you know, they don't, they don't have dreams- and so they they try to douse other people's dreams. And we need actually older, wiser men and women to come behind us and come before us and come alongside of us and to encourage us to dream. And even old men and women need to continue to dream. You know, Eddie, there's something else that was happening there, I think, as well. And that was, I think people, when they're hurt and they're in pain yeah. and and they're living in a season where things aren't going that great or there's perceived failure. And all of a sudden this, this kid comes in bright eyed, bushy tailed, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little emotional and, and I, I think their pain and some things they had suffered through couldn't handle that, that 
that dream that I had. Mm-hmm. And so that, that also can be part of it that I, I learned I have to be sensitive to the people I'm with for that reason mm, as well. Right. But there's a couple of things that, that we can dig into here as well that, that happen when we dream the healthy Good. things. Good. Because like, Eddie, it's, if it's of God and that's, that's like the, the object, you know, he's the object of your affection and your dreams. And you dream about people, you know, being broken and accepting him. So what if it's millions? Wouldn't that be beautiful? Or if it's one, there's days that I dreamed, oh Lord, just went, I want one. What happens if one person? Right. And there's different times where you dreamed about being in these experiences where the God's presence was so intense, so beautiful that, that just seemed like thousands of people. So the one thing that dreams do, number one, is they give us direction. Okay. Yeah, let's go deeper with this because mm-hmm. they focus our efforts. If we have a dream and we have a, uh, we know the direction in which we want to go, then it gives us a, uh, a, a focus in which we can direct all of our efforts. Yes. There's, there is, there's, a, there's a part of that that allows us to keep our head on straight. It sounds really weird dreaming that that's, that's, that's fantasy, not what we're talking about. We're talking about the dreams that God gives us to keep us moving forward to what the end goal is. And what is the end goal? What, what is, what is, what is it that we all want? Everybody, everybody wants that moment that we're before Christ celebrating and worshiping yeah, and, and in I that think, moment of, of it's all, all about the one thing that we've given our lives to. Yeah. And that's Jesus Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the thing that we want to hear on that day when we come face to face with Jesus is well done, good and faithful servant mm-hmm. enter in because great is your reward. And that's incredible. That's phenomenal. And I think there's a difference between you and you mentioned this. Um, there's a difference between a, a, a man driven, a woman driven, a human driven dream and a God given dream. One of the books that I've read that it's just been fantastic for my learning and growth spiritually and even spiritual leadership is called spiritual leadership by J Oswald Sanders. Okay. And the first chapter, the title of the first chapter is holy ambition. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a three on the Enneagram. Um, one of my highest strengths is achiever. And so I have lots of ambition. Like there's no shortage for me because the way I'm bent, my personality, the way God has wired, wired me, the way he's gifted me. I have no um, shortage of vision. I have no shortage of dreaming. But the key here is, is it God given dreams? And, and that, that chapter, the, even just the title and then diving into that chapter really checked my spirit and my soul. The ambition that I have, is it a holy ambition? Do I really want God to be glorified in this? Do I want Jesus to be exalted in this? Or is this really about me? And so this goes back to these dreams. We Even in the dreams, we have to die to self and make sure that Christ is uplifted in these dreams. Yeah. 
Can I read you something really quick? Please. Because some of this uh, um, is our experience. Also, you're mentioning, you know, that book. Um, I I read a Maxwell book. Actually, read a bunch of them. And I, I, I love him personally. And I've He's seen him man. behind the scenes. Yeah, the real, I've, I've, the real John I've been a part Maxwell. of ministry behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, your roadmap for success. I mean, he talks about dreaming. But uh, uh, it's taking this opportunity for a person to come into grips with a desire to escape present circumstances and to embrace that heartfelt dream that drives us to never quit, to continue to move forward in the face of obstacles. And so out of that, I mean, we talk about it giving us direction. It also... It gives us this value to what we do. It adds value to our work. Because when you're in ministry, bro, there's days where it doesn't seem much like a dream, the the, the daily grind of getting stuff done. Yeah, it doesn't feel like we're living the dream. Yeah, let's, sure. let's dream about budgets, right? <laughs> you know, like like getting stuff like on the, the, the punch list that have to be done mm-hmm. so you can enjoy that dream. We're sitting in fusion. I I just so fresh as we prep for Never Too Young. Our, our Never Too Young conference is coming up a week and a half. Dude, I mean, that's close. That's yes. right around the corner. And we're dreaming about what can happen in those sessions. But at the same time, we're behind the scenes, sweating in the details and working on all the things that have to get done from housing people to making sure there's enough food to making sure that the, the production's right and making sure the band is ready to go and getting our flights right and getting our speaker in and, 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 mm-hmm. and it goes on and on. And if there's not that dream, bro, if there's not that, that like passion behind what you're doing, it's like, why do you do all of that, that work? The dream gives work value. That's how I feel about it. That's good. In fact, I don't ever forget about that. I, I'm talking to Matt Harris, speaker for Never Too Young. Right. And we went back and the last time he was here a couple of years ago, and I've got the video and I got the picture of all these middle school kids making a move to the front. That's the picture that I keep in my mind. Not how much my back hurts at the end of the conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So dreams not only give us direction, like we've talked about, but it keeps us going in that right direction. When we want to quit, when we want to give up, when we, when we want to like, this is not living the dream. It keeps us moving and keeps us going in the right direction. And there's times when we need our dreams to be renewed, to be refreshed, to even start again. Yeah. Do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, I think dreams, like when we talk about it, it, it gives us that value to the work, but it also pushes us to act on things. Mm. And we're scared a little bit of trying something new. You know, what happens if we fail? Dreams allow us to, to, to be daring a little bit. We're going to go out on the limb and do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been... In multiple conversations of people, even last year, why, why are you going to do it? We're coming out of a pandemic. So what? <laughs> we all are aware of that. Um, but we're not the first people in history that have gone through some terrible times and what led them through it. So being fully aware of the dynamics of what it means to be in the middle of a pandemic, 
could we continue to move forward in the midst of that and offer something? It might not have been the full offering of years past when we did this last year. In 2020, the dream allowed us to go into an empty studio and come up with a live virtual event mm-hmm. three weeks after everything shut down. Right. That's dream driven. And, and, and thousands literally uh, jumped on and watched uh, portions of that event. Right. But it, it started with a dream and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of even asking the question, what if? What if we did this? What if we tried this? What if we thought about this differently? What if, I know this is how we've always done it, but what if we didn't always do it this way? What if? I mean, those are good questions to ask, to think outside the box and begin that dream. Yeah, I've got one more for you here. Let's go. Because if 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 it pushes you to act, if it prioritizes like all the work that you're doing, I think the one big thing for me though, at the very end of the day is when you allow yourself to embrace that, that God given vision and dream, it pushes you into the future. I I love in class using a a quote from Michael Lingerfeld. It was a guy that was this amazing architect who Mm -hmm, built the, mm -hmm. the tree of life an animal kingdom. He was uh, the main architect of, of Saddleback church. Okay. In That's Orange cool. County. And uh and he would say, help people see the future. Yeah. Part of our job in pastoral ministry, that part of that gifting that comes with equipping people, the part of that's our responsibility is uh, for us to dream about what God can do mm. in the future. It's helping people see what God can do. That mm-hmm. that he can do it again, like you were talking about, Doc. I mean, there's there's so many things that that God allows us to see and understand and feel because of that calling that he gives us along with others, obviously who are part of our ministry in the church. Mm-hmm. But part of that is pushing us to the future. It's good. But I, th- I think that um, I think even our roles as veteran pastors, we're not just educating the next generation of pastors, but we are encouraging them to dream and giving them a hope and a future um, and, 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 and opportunities and spaces to practice that and to go and dream. If you've been hurt, if you're suffering, I mean, if you've been in it for a little bit and you're just exhausted, feeling the passion, yeah. dream, dream again, take time and ask God to help you get, take a break, you know, go watch back off a little bit Yeah, go watch an old video where God did some amazing things. Yeah. You can find them. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go to YouTube and I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll pick out my, you know, favorite song, whatever it is. And, and they're in some context, somebody's leading it and you can see just people worshiping and, and I'll go to bed on that and not on some stupid movie. That's mm-hmm. not relevant to life. Yeah. It's good. Charlie, thank you for helping us learn the importance of dreaming and having a vision and a God ordained given dreams and vision make all the difference in the world in life and ministry and in our churches. Boom. And boom. <laughs>